0: Hey, this is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. Um, we want to uh, really thank the people at Anchor and encourage you if you are starting your own podcast or currently using uh, another platform in your podcast to uh, try Anchor. Anchor is a terrific platform. We're very very pleased with their performance and their technology as well as uh, their support. So uh, give it a try. Anchor is a great platform great uh, technology and platform and we're pleased that uh, they are uh, one of our great uh, partners at blood time thanks for listening and uh, continue to support us as we will support you with great stories thank you men are you looking for that great suit or sport outfit with the finest fabrics in the world and made to measure tailoring We'll come to either your home, office, or you can come to our facility, and we will create that fashion statement especially for you. Call us at Cimarroni Couture, 216-287-1522. That's Cimarroni Couture, 216-287-1522. Blood Time, the podcast that speaks to the bond the emotion between coach and athlete at the interscholastic and intercollegiate level. Each interview, each segment, will reveal that bond and what was learned, how they were transformed, and what each athlete took to the world at large from that transformation. These stories will warm your heart and astound you all Submitted for your approval Now, it is blood time. Hey, this is blood time, the inaugural episode. I love it. I have two great coaches here from storied programs. I have Mark Haywald, the head coach at John Carroll University, my alma mater twice, and I had the opportunity and the honor to coach at that university with a Hall of Famer, Tony DiCarlo. Um, Mark follows DiCarlo and um, Kerry Volkman as uh, Hall of Famers and Mark has been uh, head coach at both Mount Union and at Case Western Reserve. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, thanks for having me. Absolutely, we're we're honored to have you. And our our other guest is Sonny Marchetti, the new head coach at Notre Dame College, following another Hall of Famer, Frank Romano, a dear friend of mine, former head coach at Kent State, as well as uh, Notre Dame College. Put Notre Dame College on the map. And uh, over the last 10 years, there's been some national titles run over there, right? Yes. Run yeah. and won. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, but we're going to talk today, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's the wrestling crew here today, but we're going to talk today about what blood time means Blood time in our sport is if you get a, a cut or whatever, a bump or bruise, you, you get some time out to to clear that blood. But that's really not what this means. Blood time is the bond, the connection, and the transformative situation that occurs between the athlete at either the interscholastic or the intercollegiate level and their coach. And these two gentlemen have both had the uh, opportunity to coach with some iconic coaches as their own coaches, and in turn. Uh, have coached some uh, tremendous athletes and, has, and have transformed not only themselves but also those athletes and then what happens with that transformation into the world at large and what does that resonate, what does that echo and what does that come back you know when I, when I, I, I'm also a coach when I, when I have a graduating senior I ask them two things I ask them to give back and I ask them to pay it forward and you know as a coach we're rudders and a point of light Keep them on the track to that le- to that to that light. So I'm going to turn it over to Mark Haywald, the John Carroll University coach, and I'm going to ask you that question: Who transformed your life as a coach,
1: and what happened with that transformation, Mark? Well, that's there's too many to name. I guess that's that's the truth of it. My dad was my first coach on the youth uh, youth wrestling. We started. He was uh, my first idol. No, person, hey, there you he's go. The yeah. first, yep. first
0: state champ in the history of Beechwood in any sport, Mark Haywald. Yep,
1: and yeah. uh so he was. uh He was my coach in grade school. We. He's actually started a program at Saint Rita's Catholic School mm-hmm. in uh, Solon. Uh, my brother was in the fifth grade. The CYO was organized kind of as a fifth through eighth, so I just kind of tagged along, starting in the third grade. In high school, uh Tony Di Giovanni at Solon was my my coach. Another Hall and of Famer. Yep, absolutely. Yep, and then we had some great people with him. Uh, Mike Colico, Mike Thompson, sure. um, two, two great guys. And their sons have, have been exceptional wrestlers. And of course, Kerry Volkman, okay. and we had some incredible <laughs> assistants, Drew Periano, Sean Gross, Ryan Heimbach, Jim Ayers, um, probably missing. Uh, who's people. who? A veritable yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. But, right. Uh, I guess kind of in, in keeping with your theme, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on Tony DiGiovanni, um, okay. and especially cause he's a local legend, uh, sure. in this area, not that those others aren't, mm-hmm. but in terms of the transformation, um, I think, you know, you get to college at that point, you should be a man, and right. you should know what you're doing, and, and youth, you're just kind of just figuring stuff out, you're playing along, but uh, high school, you're taking 13, 14-year-old boys, and you're sending them off as 18-year-old men, and uh, that guy really transformed me. Um, quite honestly, uh, I could say this now, there's times I'd go, I'd leave practice, and I'd say, I hope... I hope he dies tonight somehow. I mean, that's kind of how that guy could make you feel. And after spending four years and maturing, you're going, I wish I would have been more open to listening and learning because that Mm -hmm. guy just wanted the best for us. And he knew there was a price to pay. And and he really kind of just taught me. I think a big thing is just about sacrifice. You want to be great. Well, Mm -hmm. you can't be like everybody else. you got to be different. Your friends are are out doing something stupid. you Mm got to be keeping it cool. You know, everybody wants to eat crappy food. You got to eat healthy. Everybody wants the easiest way to go. you got to work hard. And so that would be uh, something that I really learned from him and and just uh, a lesson to maybe anyone in any thing. And this is perhaps maybe his greater legacy than some of the (coughs) exceptional wrestlers is how that relates to life. Uh, Right. You want to be successful in business and marriage and parenting. It's gonna kind of really, really be tough. You, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to run. You just gotta fight it, uh, full speed ahead. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the big things that I learned from uh, from Tony D. Tony, uh, Tony is a dear friend as well, and. I've had
0: him, I had a radio show back in the 90s, and I had him in studio with Jamie Milkovich, and that mm-hmm. was the most priceless <laughs> combination uh, of human beings. I'm telling you right now, I don't know who wrote their stuff, but it was like somebody wrote a, a, a comedy routine. <laughs> they, were, they were magnificent. Yeah. So, uh, but more importantly, I've, I've had the opportunity. It might be the Italians. Indeed. might be Well, you know, maybe. I think he's half. But anyway, right. um, and, I, and I've had, you know, in the last couple of years, when I was the head coach at Beachwood, the last few years, I had the opportunity to go in his room, and he was, at the very end, he was still that same way, Mark. Mm-hmm. And that, that really resonates, and uh, it, it, it touches me. Um, I, I, I love that story, and I love that he's affected you. Have have you taken that into the room at John Carroll?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, at, at some point, it becomes who you are, right? Sure. So, so you change, um, you know, if you are one who looks for the path of least resistance and then somebody steers you in a different direction you go that's not the right way i'm one who's going to find the right way to do nice. things sometimes harder is the right way um and so yeah. once that becomes who you are it's not a matter of going oh well i learned this from my coach i'm going to teach this to somebody else it's just who you are now yeah. so um so you don't invoke so, his name you just yeah you, just you know, know that he's part of your dna and, and i think i've been
2: i like that it. It feels
1: more than what you said. Right. It makes sense. Right. Yeah,
0: that, that it's part of blood, yeah. and that's
1: you know, I'm a, and you have kids too, Sonny, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two uh, kids. Yeah, I have two boys, and to me, that's I think more important maybe than knowing how I grew up. More important than maybe what my mom and dad did with me in my house every day is who I, who they allowed me to be around and not sure. be around. Right, the the role models, both peers and, and older people. I think are sometimes more valuable. If my mom and dad told me, "Hey, do it this way," it's like, "Whatever, mom and dad." Mm, but right. then you'd have a, a, a role model, and in wrestling, we'd have it right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I know Sonny was at Walsh mm-hmm. when they were, uh, Bill Bond unreal. unreal. Yeah. They were unreal. And so you walk in there, and you just see this is the way to do it. And but then, the neat thing about that is though, that.
0: the neat thing about that is is that now, Di Giovanni validates dad's. Comments, For sure, yeah, moms yeah. Mom's comments, mom's Absolutely. right, yeah. And so that third-party trusted, you know, almost uh, honored source yep. it clicks in yep. and it becomes part of who you are. Absolutely, you know? yeah, you
1: know? yeah. And so I think that's that's how I am. I try to pass those messages on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tony. Did things a little different than I do. He was uh, maybe more intense <laughs> than sure. I was. Well, there was a also the, that the less intense. Also the <laughs> '90s, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think you yeah. could do yeah. certain. There was not camera phones and stuff like sure. that, so sure. you could do certain things. But yeah, for sure, I, I definitely like to. I think that I'm somewhat of an intense guy, and I like to pass it on to my, my kids. Well, it's it's great to hear that. And um, with that transition, uh, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Sonny. And Sonny, obviously, you know your history with some iconic coaches. Uh, both in the room and also circling your your, your network, if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, and now, of course, some of the iconic guys that you coached that are now <laughs> going out to becoming, and one of them is Jake Goodwin, yes, who is yes. my assistant coach. He's and one of the finest technicians I've ever been around. So talk a little bit about your history mm-hmm. and what now your transitioning is as a head coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, uh,
2: thanks again for having me, too, Pete. Oh, our you know, pleasure. This is awesome. Yes. Uh, you know... I just wanted to touch on that DNA thing, though. If I don't, if you don't mind, real quick, it's like it gets in your blood, Uh right? Uh Like, uh, right here we are. Yep, Yep. and it kind of all circulates. But yeah, uh, I've been, you know, and I really didn't uh, think about it because, you know, we've been fortunate Uh uh, being in the area we're in. I mean, we we're all been coaches and Mm -hmm. and, uh, college coaches and and know now that what we had or we were very uh, fortunate to be in the location we're in yeah because um, I I don't I don't really understand it until I talk to a kid that I I can see he would have fit in with our group but he the story he tells is I have no partners I gotta drive you know uh, hour and a half to to right. find anything, and right. you know I might wrestle my coach or this or that, and sure. there again is yeah. a Coach Bond, uh, but, but yeah, I, I've been. Well, I think about your room
0: at Walsh. Oh I my mean, god! Oh my god! Right, <laughs> and and I never
2: even look at yeah. it like that yeah. because they're my friends. Sure, you know, yeah. so I'm I'm fortunate, um, very fortunate. I would say you know Bill Barger being one of my first coaches,
0: mm-hmm. at the North another Akron Hall of Famer.
1: Sure.
2: wrestling program yep. icon. Um, you know definitely helped steer my.
0: How many how many state championship teams were you on?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I figure <laughs> probably too many. That that, that's right? it's a good thing. <laughs> no, at least uh, for <laughs> Three because I I transferred to Walsh as a football Oh, that's four. right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, transitioning to that, I would say probably the foundation, kind of like how Mark was. Uh, talking about a foundation that right? I think if you're lucky enough uh, and you listen, uh-huh. uh, whether it's your wrestling coach or a teacher, you sure. hear a lot of stories of, hey, this teacher changed my life by saying this. or Made doing, me think differently. Doing yeah. that. Evolve right my it, thought.
0: Right. It was right.
2: a certain person uh-huh. and for us, uh-huh. it's our coach. It's been my coach. Sure. Uh, all my coaches. But Walt Talarczyk, when I had him at North Canton. Um, Hoover? Hoover, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Trem- a very tremendous sh-
2: program. Very short amount of time for me. He spent a lot of time with my older brother, John Marchetti, yeah. uh, who did really well there. But um, I spent more just my eighth grade year, my freshman year mm-hmm. with him, and uh, the things he did, and that I experienced by even seeing that he did with my older brother, like, uh, like said, in a summer, you know, in a summer, you know, he, he had a, a camper and, and you know fishing and you know, so guys local. I mean, there was more of a community. Yeah,
0: more of a family feeling.
2: Family, yep. and your family knew their family, and right. you know, it, it kind of was uh, an extension of your family, and that's why I think in wrestling, uh-huh. you know, the the global term is family. Yep, for sure all of us. Right. Right. So. Uh, but Walter Larchek is, is definitely, he's the one that even today, today, mm-hmm. if there's a meter to go back to yep. and, and go to that and then maybe adjust now, right? that's the meter I go to.
0: So, so he's your barometer. He is my yeah. barometer. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. I think, uh, like you said, am I doing it right or like if things come in, like what's your gauge? Yeah. Right. What would Mister T do? Right. What did he do? Right. How did he think? Even if he didn't do that, I know what he would probably do or want me to do in this situation. Maybe more importantly, right. Even if he wasn't in it or yep. with him, yep. That guided spirit that yep. they carry on with you, yep, is He's looking over your shoulder. It oh, is, yeah. and, and yeah. I'm blessed that in a good you know, way. Right? Oh yeah, know I'm blessed yeah. to have that because, sure. you know. I could easily be somewhere else. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So, by the skin of my teeth in coaches, mm-hmm. um, I've been able to tread that line and now, you know, maybe more maturely, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, put it all together.
1: That's and, awesome. I, and I think that's what
2: I do. What I've learned over time that I think I try to take it all in right. and then. and wrap it all and once I do that I'm usually pretty good. And it's it's interesting
0: <laughs> it's interesting Sonny because you know Mark has a situation where John Carroll has a has a story tradition, you know, and obviously Frank created mm-hmm. the tradition. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, John Carroll has a has a feel of a, of the athlete or the student that comes in there. Mm-hmm. There is a John Carroll dude or you know what I mean, <laughs> yes, or one, right? Yep. You know. Whereas not necessarily with Notre Dame. Notre yeah. Dame has more of a—it's almost like a second chance. You, you know. Yeah. And I don't—I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. I actually I, mean that in an uplifting sense. I know what you mean. Does no. that? How does that? How does that affect you as a coach? You know, because you're—you're you're coming into some guys that are incredibly talented. Yeah. But may have kind of made a bad decision or two, right?
2: You know, and I'm lucky to be where I am. Really, right. being uh, the head coach at Notre Dame. You know, being under Frank Romano, who's right. uh, as a as a coach, he, he's probably one more that lines up. And those who know him, uh-huh. uh, know him, would think he's more of a um, a, a low end genius. Absolutely. I don't want to say that in a disrespectful manner, mm-hmm. but if right. anybody who knows, no, of course, yeah, I, yeah. I want to say like a low genius, yeah, because yeah. he he has uh, when you think. He don't know, man. He knows way more than you even thought. <laughs> you know, you're well, like. Well, I uh, like his.
0: I like his, uh, his. His his moniker is "Trust the Process," mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he has a process, yep. and he knows it, and yep. so he sees the vision, right? Yep. And so, I'm sure that that may have resonated with you. Yeah. No. Uh, you know what, Frank, uh, as
2: a coach, has taught me more than anybody. Uh, So I think, you know, when we talk as wrestler-coach, I think myself more the wrestler to the coach. Sure. And now transforming into more the the head pillar of the coach now. Right. Um, You know, that role now goes, my my meter, one of my meters is Frank Romano. Sure. Because look what he's done. I've been under him for the last seven years. Right. Um, He's, I tell you what, he does a lot of things right. Yep, he sure does. He does. Yeah, he does a lot of things right, and um, you know, and now here's where I'm gonna morph Walt Talarczyk, my base coach out of. He taught me take what that guy does right. Yeah, keep doing it. Then what he didn't do right, figure out how to make that right. Gotcha. So that's where two coaches kind of come into one in my life. Sure. Right. Sure. sure. Because I can. I've been taught by my. Coach, right. to uh, pick people's brains. Sure. Those little things that you're taught as a kid mm-hmm. in the youth programs, you know, by good coaches, right? But hey, go out and,
0: and and learn. Well, the mastermind is is you know, so you have many minds, right, that you can you can reach out to. And the thing that I've seen, you know, and I've seen with successful programs, is that, and and you know, it's not only successful programs, it's successful families, it's successful businesses is that you improve on the generation before you, which is key to your point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, as a father, no, I, I know that you're a father, you're a young father, you're a young father. Mm-hmm. I'm not a young father. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have sons that are um, in their late 20s, early 30s, but I know for a fact that I've succeeded because they're better people than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and so great. as a coach, I want my my athletes to be better than me. Now, I set the bar kind of low as a wrestler. <laughs> I wasn't the greatest wrestler. I mean, I was an 85% or 85%. So, I was never a superstar like you guys. Um, but at the end of the day, if we can graduate kids that are better than when they started or reaching those goals, we've done our job. And then what do we do with that mentality? We promulgate so you just that mentality, it. right? You just did it,
2: right? Right? You right. just said I I work
0: with what I have, good, and then work harder at what I don't have. Exactly right. Exactly right. So we want those kids to be better. So Mark, tell me a little bit about that transition because now I think you're you're going into a third generation wrestling family,
1: correct? You said with my kids? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's funny. So I, I would say my dad was extremely successful as a wrestler. Yes, he was. Um, and you wouldn't know it, but he didn't have a, an easy upbringing. He he had some. Uh, challenges with uh, some, I guess his his parents were pioneers in the, uh, the divorce yeah. uh, and you know, kind of had a, a troubled youth. Um, he also and, lost a kidney, didn't he? Uh, it was his junior year of high school. No, it wasn't a kidney. It was uh, appendix. appendix. He had his appendix. Oh, it was yeah. like sectionals, like yeah. ruptured or whatever. And he yeah. had to get, so he it missed his whole. Yeah, he was, I mean, no, it was bad, so, it was bad. So he missed his whole essentially post-season junior year. Yeah. So I guess, so I think my parents raised me um, in a way, and same thing, my mom kind of grew up where her father uh, ate dinner only if there was leftovers, because first and foremost, you fed your family, you know, so they grew up kind of not having everything, Um, but but I think for my dad, that made him a successful wrestler because it gave him that that tenacity on the mat, Um, and I think my brother and I, we had a great upbringing, but we lacked a little bit of uh, that tenacity because, you know, it was like we didn't need wrestling we, right. we we were good students we had good parents we uh um if i was in wrestling I, I would be using my accounting degree right now you know sure. and so i think i look at my kids now and say it's like well, exactly what you're saying you, hey my parents did this well mm-hmm. um and their parents did that well but i want my kids to have more tenacity tenacity than i did gotcha. And more opportunities than my parents did, um, mm-hmm. and, and that would make that would make me happy. And it's no different with my athletes, right? And, and right. you know, I, I look at where I fell short as an athlete.
2: Well, you're a good and, coach. Yeah, and yeah, thank
1: you. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what you got to look at. And you say, I did this wrong. Why? Um, because I didn't have the right information, and I don't sure. know that I could have. I don't know that you could have convinced twenty-year-old me that I should have done it this way. And I was open. You know, I was yeah. a guy who listened to coaches. But even then, we all are reluctant. So. You know, so now you kind of are always playing playing the game, you know, and trying to figure out how do you connect with these guys. Because I can't say, Sonny, you need to do this. Because mm-hmm. 20-year-old Sonny's going to go, yeah. eh, whatever. Uh, you know, so I think that's, that to me is it. It's, and I want my kids that I coach mm-hmm. to have more fun than I had because I don't think I had very much fun because mm-hmm. I took it too serious. But I also want them to win more than me. And, and I think it's possible. I think it truly is if you – do things right. Honestly. But th- this,
0: is a be- this is the beauty of, of what this connection is all about, because our sport is difficult. It is the honest sport, right? It is the most difficult sport on the planet right now, particularly for the generation of the options that they have, Good, cool. and they're not from the street anymore. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Your dad was sort of from the street a little bit. My dad was from the street, 110th mm-hmm. the Woodland, I know your dad was from mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. So we're from the street, mm-hmm. so we we knew the street. My generation didn't know the street, mm-hmm, okay? Correct, and yeah. for sure, the generations after that didn't know the street. Right. So you lose that visceral feeling mm-hmm. of combat. Mm-hmm. And so now, how do we motivate the kids, right? We motivate it by self-motivation or the desire to be what you're just talking about. Okay? You know what to I think that. that's... Uh, Does that make sense, honey? to you? Definitely. Yeah. Well, things
2: aren't what they used to be. Right. So, but we figure, we're figuring it out. Right? I think the the better people who are coaches learn how to adapt, regardless. Right. And if they're lucky enough to be coaches, whoever's under them mm-hmm. are lucky to have them because there's not very many people know how to adapt. Right. Uh, like that. Right. So, meaning rough and tumble street type. You know, I mean, when you're talking those eras, eighties, nineties, more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa. Right. Yeah. It fell right into the style. Today's a little
0: different. Yep. It's having fun. Penn State. Look right? at that, like right? about yeah. it. Yeah. So and Penn State is the it it is they, they are is. The, the they're the, a pinnacle right the, now, yeah, right? They're, they're, they're doing they're something. The, really they're the litmus really
2: right. test. No question about it. So everybody, you know, I think uh, maybe Kale was that obviously was doing stuff before everybody else was doing. So as a coach, but that was
0: through his that was through his trials and tribulations. Because mm-hmm. he had this, hated the sport and he went to therapy mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. He found mm-hmm. I need to find the fun in this. Yeah. Okay, so I, what is the lesson? <clears throat> you know, I want to wrap this up, guys. Yep. We've been we've been uh, free forming it a lot, and this has been beautiful. And I really really am honored to have you both here. I love your intellects and and your experiences and and some of the coaches that you, you brought up. But what, if we wrap a bow on this, what is, Mark, what is the ultimate lesson that we take, not just to the room, but, you know, uh, outside the room and to the
1: to the... To I the mean, life? ultimate lesson, I, that's a tough, tough question, but uh, I kind of, maybe... That's why cl- <laughs> you're here, my man. <laughs> a yeah, closing yeah, thought, um, kind of what we're yeah, saying, a, a, f- thought. a thought or a phrase I use at times is, is I say artificial adversity. Okay. And... What that means is is I don't want my kids, my own personal kids, and, and the kids I coach, we don't want them to have real struggles. We don't want them to deal with um, poverty or death or anything that, obviously, at some point, everybody deals with death, right? But we want their life to be almost easy. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially as a parent, that I want my kids to have an easy life. But human beings are not happy without adversity. Right. And so... You're gonna find it one way or another, and to me, what, what better way than in this sport? You create this artificial adversity. Two dudes mm-hmm. are gonna go butt heads for seven minutes, mm. yep. and uh, and when you lose, it hurts really bad. But you know, uh, and when you win, it feels good knowing that someone else had to, you know, suffer the same way you did to get where you are. So to me, that's what I love about it because the ultimate respect. right? Yeah, and, and we respect, create yeah. we create a challenge in our life mm-hmm. um, that that. Because we don't maybe have enough challenges, right? right. Um, <laughs> I say animals in zoos aren't happy because mm. it's too too easy. The yeah. food is there, the mate is there, the you know cover is there. It's easy. Right. Animals and we are animals as humans. We need adversity. So that's what wrestling gives us that tool, provided for for ourselves and the people we coach, and hopefully my my kids and some right. of these kids one day.
0: What do you think, son?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I have adversity, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so I'm kind of, you know, maybe then blessed. So
0: you're living it, man. Yeah. And you have lived it, yeah. I yeah. like that. I like
2: that. And I do on an everyday I basis. think you're dealing with
0: a lot of guys like that, too, right?
2: And, and that, that was, at. you know, one of the things you said. Whether they're, you whether know,
0: it's whether it's always self, love, self-induced or whatever, right?
2: And I think it's only natural by Habitat to really be more comfortable with people that who are like you. Sure. So, when people say, oh, man, I am a second chance guy. Right. right. Right? I just got my degree a little over a year ago. God bless. That's Thank awesome. you. Yep. And, you know, I've had a second chance many times. Uh-huh. Adversity, adversity, second chance, second right. chance. Right. So, you know, I look at it like, heck, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy <laughs> to be here right. with, uh, in the sport that I love to do and people I'm around that I'm comfortable talking with. Like yep. you guys yep. that you know but ultimate teacher yeah and, and i think the maybe final thing would be whoever you you take as your your higher up
0: mm-hmm.
2: right so that's that's who i go to and i know the people that i probably learn from you only know it's right because it came from them so that's how you're drawn to those people hopefully my goal is for one day somebody to talk like that about me. Sure. Like, hey, that guy told me this and this. And mm-hmm.
0: i tell you what, my adversity's is full circle. Yeah, yep. I'll be... Inspirational. I'll be that. happy every day. Yeah, inspirational. You guys are both inspirational. You're doing uh, phenomenal work with some leaders, future leaders of our society. And uh, one word, right? One word can can change your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pat on the back, or a swift kick in the you-know-what, uh, or both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think that what you guys are doing um, cannot, there's there's really no money that that could be enough.
2: We uh, know that, Pete. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had to throw that in <laughs> my fault. We sure court. don't do <laughs> it for the <laughs> dough, right? <laughs> yeah, but.
0: Uh, thank you guys for coming in. Yep, thank you. In. Uh, I'm, Thanks, it's honored for you to have uh, to have you guys here, and um, good luck uh, with the Blue Streaks, yep, Mark Haywald, you. and good luck with the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Whatever's what are Falcons. <laughs> Falcons. <Yep. right>? Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons. We're the Falcons. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, do well this year guys thank and, you uh, thank you, thank you too
2: uh, because uh, this is that. your brainchild in, in talking wrestling a lot of people say let's grow wrestling right yeah. but uh, here we are in a little spot at 6 o'clock in the afternoon after a rough you know long long day right. all right. of us right and uh, I'm probably not happier all day than right now yeah <laughs> right? Remember, right right yeah, great. Hey, it's been so a, it's been a blast. thank you it's been a blast. Dude, my pleasure
0: great. thanks guys good luck thank yep. you see ya <laughs>